Well, hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of The Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. Friday afternoon at TZH Compound. Yeah, I took the day off to enjoy a longer than usual Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Memorial Day, as we know, God bless those who have died for us. Um, so it's more than hamburgers and hot dogs, but it's still a nice relaxing weekend to hang out with your friends and family and hope everybody has a good holiday weekend coming up. I am here in the lower level of the TZH compound today with one cohort, Gypsy May Brown, AKA the Gypster. The rest are already at the mansion for the weekend, and I get to go join them here shortly, but I had to do the podcast. I haven't done a podcast in a couple weeks, so I wanted to get some stuff out, and it'd be, uh, I'm, I'm going to keep it under my hour, I believe. I've been doing pretty good about an hour, trying to keep it solid. But anyway, this, uh, I just wrote out some things, and we'll we'll talk about them here. The Durham Report. I know it's been a while. Uh, the 15th, I think this came out. So it's had 10 or 11 days to digest in everybody's brain. Uh, for the right-wingers, uh, we kind of knew what it was. We knew what it was going to be. Basically, it proved that Trump had no collusion with Russia in the 2016 election and that if any and all collusion was from the Clinton side... And that's pretty much, that's that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's can it be over now? Seven years of Russia, Russia, Russia can come to an end. But, you know, it won't because the lefties are fucking ridiculous and they won't do that. But the fucked up thing about the Durham report and the worst part about it, and I think everybody knows, is that the FBI and everybody that was involved in the whole collusion sham, all knew it was false. They knew it was false allegations, but instead of just admitting that it's bullshit, they went on a long and lengthy investigations for the hoax and just disrupted the entire Trump presidency all the way up until the Wu flu took it out of order. And he still was kicking ass and taking names. But, you know, it's so it's so ridiculous that our FBI is supposed to be a non-politically affiliated agency. They're supposed to work for the American people, not a, pol- a, a political party or a political candidate or family or anything like that bullshit. They're not supposed to follow the money. It's supposed to be right down the line bipartisan, don't care about politics, nothing. Restore the order, the, investigate bad doings in the United States of America And that's supposed to be it. That's supposed to be their job. They're not supposed to become weaponized. They were were weaponized by the Democratic Party and the lure of all the money from Soros and Gates and all these fucks, the World Economic Forum, the WHO. And if you don't believe me, ask the whistleblowers that came forth from the FBI. They all came forward and testified in Congress. 
And the one that bothered me the most, I mean, every one of them bothered me being a whistleblower, of course. But the one that was challenging things and asking about things and was abruptly, you know, told he was going to get moved to Washington State, I believe it was Seattle area. He gets moved there. All his family's possessions are in uh, U-Haul. The day he arrives in a, another state, the FBI suspends him. They, he has no access to his kids' clothes even. They have no home to go to. They tried to prove a point to a guy that not to, not to come out you know, and question anything that the FBI does. Here's a, a six-year airborne veteran and then an FBI agent for many years. Serves his country to the fullest extent. Took the oath to protect and enforce the Constitution of the United States of America for the Federal Bureau of, of Investigation. And gets treated like a piece of fucking trash by, our, by his own constituents in the FBI. It just makes your blood boil that we allowed weaponization of, of the, the FBI, CIA, the NSA, you know, because they're all in the cahoots on this shit. So there's really nobody in government to trust at all. I mean, it's been a running joke forever that you can't trust the government, right? Well, now one of the agencies that we would use to investigate our government is in on the shit, they're in on the bullshit that we would try to have investigated. And they're the main culprits. So where do we go from here? It's, but of course, you know, the Durham report comes out and the left says it's all bullshit. Who's Durham anyway? He doesn't speak for everybody. Blah, blah. And, and you're right. But the facts that came out should be intimidating enough to say, hey, there's some fuckery going on. But no, it's all about, ah, oh, the, the FBI is fine. The FBI is fine. Well, of course they're fine because they're playing for your team. If they were playing for the, for the conservative team or if they would have played for the Trump team the whole time, you guys would be crying foul because it's always what you do. The hypocrisy reigns supreme in your world. From the Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi, and that bald-headed black bitch on TV that said, go out and make, make the Republicans uncomfortable. If you see them out, challenge them. And there should be uprisings all over the country, and I don't know why there will, wouldn't be, and there should be. And guys on CNN saying that the only way they, some, we're going to have to put a bullet in Trump's head and all the celebrities that spouted all their bullshit, then none of them got in any kind of trouble. None. And our guy's getting January 6th. Guy puts his feet up on the desk at the request of a White House photographer, mind you. Puts his feet up on the crypt keeper Nancy Pelosi's desk. Gets four and a half years in prison. One guy who's just a member of the Proud Boys that wasn't even at the Capitol got 18 months probation. The QAnon shaman took a guided tour through the Capitol building, got two years, well, he got four years, but he got out on good behavior after two years. But yet the Maxine Waters and Pelosi's and people say, you know, get up in their face and, and 
you you surround them, you make a crowd and all that, and uprisings and all this crap. That's not inciting anything. You know, that's not kind of, you know, that's probably worse than the insurrection actually was. A murderer like Officer Bird walks the streets today Why Ashley Babbitt no longer with us. 14-year Air Force veteran to a cop that forgets his gun in the bathroom. Yeah, the hypocrisy is just thick in this country and in our political system. It just is. So the Durham report, as damning as it should have been, will fail in comparison to the horror of J6 in most of them's mind. And it will continue. It's crickets. It's always crickets when it hurts the left. Well, I mean, it should hurt the left. It won't hurt the left because they'll all skate. Like I told I told Fred X this. I said, you know, the bad thing about this is they're all going to skate like they always do. They're going to get by with it all. And he said, I sure hope you're wrong. I said, I, I, I would want to, I want to be wrong more than anything in the world, but I'm not thinking I am. I'm still undefeated, but this one's in a bad way because I hear it's going to be nothing. You know, the left's going to cry, oh, that's disinformation. And the MC, you know, mainstream media is going to go, sure is, blah, 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 we're done. Move on to something else. What's Trump doing for breakfast today? Because he still lives rent-free. While we're talking about Trump, you know, uh, Governor DeSantis made his big uh, presidential run announcement via Twitter. Had some difficulties there, I guess. But So Elon Musk, kind of a DeSantis guy. My only problem with, and I vote for Trump over DeSantis, but the bad thing is if if DeSantis gets any kind of ground going here for the Republican side of things, the conservative party, Don's likely to go out and say, I'm going to screw it. I'm going to do my own third party. Right. And that would split the vote. It would end up in a democratic landslide. And this, where I'm getting all this information is from a speech made by one of my heroes. Not really, but sarcastically hero, George Soros who said, you know, he, he was kind of talking about how DeSantis is cunning and this and that. But Trump's got his own, you know, his ego is just out of control. It's become like a disease to him. And if it's anywhere close, he's going to say, I'm not going to share the spotlight with this guy. And then that's going to split the Republicans. And then you get a Democratic landslide and the Great Reset, Great Awakening. A Great Reset beats the Great Awakening, I should say. And we're all fucked for another four years of democratic hell. And the economy will become a socialism. You know, the cloward piven strategy will have worked to a T. And that's how we will be living. And you'll, you'll like it. You'll get what you get and you'll like it. And that's what socialism is. Self-proclaimed from the socialists themselves. But... Either, this is the way I look at it, either Trump and DeSantis come together very quickly and decide we're going to join forces and take these fuckers out because we got enough votes between us to solidify the win for sure. But they could still 
fight and bicker back and forth. Like Trump pulled, kind of pulled it out the other day, started talking about how bad Florida was with Disney and the troubles they've had down there. He was kind of going for the juggler of DeSantis right away. And, you know, after what he had said, and this is a hypocrisy of Donald Trump in this case, because he'd always praised Florida. But then this, in this latest speech, he was saying about how they closed the beaches and uh, other Republican governors didn't do that. And saw him comparing with Cuomo and, and shit like that. And it's like, okay, so now the division of the Republican Party has really began. So my conspiracy theory, if you will, is that one of these guys is a very bad, bad man. They're playing in to disrupt the Republican Party. Now, a lot of people would tell me I'm crazy, but they would also say, well, if anybody's doing it, it's DeSantis because Trump was already there. Trump owns the Republican Party. Trump is the Republican Party. And I'm not inclined to disagree at this point. But if DeSantis is the the, the bad guy here, if he's actually a, a mole, I guess you would call it, for the DNC, and he's pay, playing right into the into the the web here. I got I can't think of the word I wanted to use there. And it's this is a stretch. It's not really what I'm going to consider a conspiracy theory. But I just say if those two are going to go at it and not come together for the common good at some point, then one of them's got to be knowing that it's going to ruin the election and we're going to lose to the Democrats. One of them is going to have to cave. And I don't see Trump caving unless he just bows out completely and says, you know what, DeSantis, you got enough uh, votes behind you. I'll endorse you and we'll move along. Because, you know, it, it's this would be a detrimental move for DeSantis because if he would go along with the thing and Trump steamrolls this fucking guy, if he does, I'm not saying DeSantis won't get enough votes. He might be more popular than I think. But you would think if Trump just steamrolls this guy, he's going to end up another Jeb Bush. He's just going to, his political career's shit. It's over. Is that a chance he's willing to take right now, messing with, like, the hottest commodity the right has had in decades, as far as, since Reagan, probably, the most likable president? I mean, it, is is he going to go down that rabbit hole with that? I don't know. It just seems to me like those two shouldn't be against each other because the, together I think they would be good. And I think Trump with anybody would probably have the best shot of any of Republican to win. But DeSantis would pick a, a great running mate. It could be close. And one of them is going to have to lay back in my mind. I guess it's not really more of a conspiracy theory. It's more of a, a thought that if one of them doesn't lay back, then they know what's going to happen. Then one of them is a shit person. <laughs> and, and it's either going to be the Don, who a lot of people would say, yes, you got that right. He's a shit person. Or DeSantis, who I did like at first, but he came out with these somewhat crazy fucking rules about not being able to slander him without your uh, address. And if you, you got to pay a fee to slander him in the press and all this shit. I was like, I don't know. 
Maybe Floridians like Patty B, Triple F, maybe you can weigh in on DeSantis. Do you like him, love him, hate him um, as a governor in your state? Is he doing a good job or is he piss poor? Um, I mean, I, I see the highlights, national highlights. I don't know about day-to-day living in Florida, and I don't know his policies as well as I would if I lived there, I'm assuming. He's got to be better than DeWine, but that don't make him great by any means. We know what Trump did. Can he repeat himself? I believe Trump could compete. He would repeat himself in what he did. Without the Russia collusion hoax hanging over him, maybe. I mean, they would still have J6 and, and everything else they'll throw at him. Maybe it would be better for DeSantis to be a fresh face in there for them to try to frame or hoax up or something. But it's interesting. I just thought when he put his thing in, I said, here, can you grab your popcorn? It's going to get fucking ugly here. And Donald fired the first shot. So we'll see what DeSantis responds. And, you know, it, I understand that when you're both in the primary stages of an election, you say a lot of shit to each other that you might turn around later. It is a fucking debates, by the way. I mean, even Kamala said that, right? When she talked about Biden being a racist and a pedophile and all this shit in there. Oh, well, you know, it's just, that's just a debate. That's just a debate. Yeah, we'll see. At least we get to see debates on the Republican side because they cock-blocked any debates on the Democratic side because they want this sleepy pedophile motherfucker to stay in tow because they can control him easier than anybody else. If he dies and they got Kamala, who's a complete fucking buffooned idiot, drunk or stoned or whatever when she speaks, and it's like, today is today, tomorrow's tomorrow today, and all that speech just blew my mind. The lethargic sound she had. She was either drunk or fucking stoned. I don't care. One of the two. But I'm getting out. I'm getting out of control here. So I'm just going to go back to normal things. We'll go down the line. Uh, This week, 50 satellite phones were provided to 50 U.S. senators in case of a disruptive event. Uh, just randomly give out 50 fucking cell phones. I don't know if it was all Democrats, all Republicans, or a mixture. I would think it's probably all Democrats at that point. But it's funny because 30 tons of explosives go missing. <laughs> I don't know how that happens. It goes, this goes missing from a train and $290 million dollars worth of radiation anti-radiation medication was purchased by the government. It's kind of like when they bought the millions of vaccine little vials in November of 2019 before the Wu flu. We're buying anti-radiation medication. When all this explosive ammonia nitrate or whatever the hell it is that Timothy McVeigh used kind of shit. 30 tons of it goes, disappears. I don't know. It just seems weird. And the 50 satellite phones is like, okay. Didn't really get it, but we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's crazy. It really is. It's nuts, but Target. <laughs> Let's go to Target because Target. 
as you know, is under fire because they had a bunch of how how else to say it pedophile shit in their stores for for kids. Satanic imagery as well. So, so, so satanic pedophilia. You can't get much better than that, right? For a, a wholesome store like Target. Well, they fucked up because, you know, they got caught and it got exposed too much and $9 billion in this week they have lost in value. Fucking A. Keep boycotting Target because it's like, I don't mind. I didn't feel so much the boycott with Anheuser-Busch because, you know, it's a, it's a grown person anyway. And, and people that drink beer are usually, well, supposed to be over 21. Now, I mean, I, we all know, I, you know, I myself was an 11-year-old drinking beer, uh, sneaking it, you know, and stuff. But to go out and physically spend your money on it, you're most likely going to be an adult of some sort or a high teenager to low 20s early 20s, uh, so that was a little more, I guess I was a little more lenient on it than I would be anything to do with fucking kids, because Target is, they, they were in the children's section, it wasn't like in a hidden men's section somewhere, they're showing this image, imagery to children, that's not cool, it's like the same way with drag queens, I have no problem with drag drag queens. Go to drag shows, man. I have no issues with them at all. I think some of them are pretty good performers if you ever see them or watch them on, like, TV. There's some that are very good singers, and they, they look kind of sort of like the woman they're portraying, and it's a different, you know, kind of, or they're singing, I shouldn't say portraying. But, you know, I don't have a problem and a lot of people are worse than me. They're like real religious or just don't find any compassion at all about it. They think it's wrong and that's it. I didn't have a problem with drag shows. I don't have a problem with drag shows, but I don't see the need for you to have one and read books to kids. I mean, I don't mind reading books to kids. Why can't you read them as a normal person? If you really want to do the work, why do you have to go through your stage persona to do it? That's just my only question. I'm not even as fired up about it as some people, but, you know, because I don't have small children in school right now. Now, my grandkids will go to school. I won't be happy about it then, but Target, you, you did the wrong thing, you know. You just fucked up, and now you're feeling the pain for the fuck up. And Anheuser-Busch continues to feel the pain. They're down $16 billion in sales. They're offering in some places, not around here, because I would probably consider drinking Bud Light if $15 off a case, are you kidding me? Like $7, $8 for a case of beer? I would take that. It's like back in the high school age, man. But they're getting they're getting crushed with this stuff, and it's like they've tried the reverse course with the Budweiser ads that are, you know, to show the, the horses again, and the man, and the country, and I don't think people are buying it because, you you know, and, and then when they did that, though, the transgenders flipped on them because they weren't supporting Dylan Mulvaney 100%. And I don't know that Anheuser-Busch never not supported him. I don't know how they did or didn't do it. But it's a complete shit show for Anheuser-Busch. They're, 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 they're going to have to find a way to ride this storm out and then 
maybe stay out of uh, issues like social issues like that. Just say, here, here's beer. If you like the taste of it, it costs this much. Drink it. And wait it out for a few years and then come out with a new ad campaign. You know, go with something more wholesome like back when, uh, you know, Spuds McKenzie was a thing. And that kind of, uh, I don't know, uh, marketing tool. Something like a Spuds McKenzie. North Face has now jumped in. They're another company that has decided to join in the melee. They have this super ad out right now about uh, summer. I don't know if it's summer, some kind of summer tour they're doing where they go into big cities and they show their line of clothes, I guess, but it's directed for, for gay people. Queer ads is what they're calling. And it's just a man dressed up as a woman again, transgender. I don't know why it's gay has to be. And, and the gays are, from what I understand and from what I've seen and read and all this stuff, the truly gay homophobic or homophobic homosexuals, the pride people, they're not happy about this transgender thing because they, they don't want to throw it down your throat as this group of people are. And they think it almost condescending to them to have a guy with a full beard talking to you in his flaming gay way and dressed in her horrendous, this horrendous rainbow colored thing that this North Face guy's got. Some of them, a lot of them are, we just want to be living our lives. And I was like, hey man, to that, you can live your life as a, as a gay person all day long, twice on Sunday. I don't care. But, yeah, this stuff is getting too far. If you think it's too far for the gay community, imagine what we feel in the hetero world. We are beyond over it. And I think they're feeling the pain. They're feeling our pain right now. And North Face, probably going to take a hit. With these ads are viral already. They're already all over TikTok. and And I just... You know, good. I hate North Face anyway. <laughs> I don't know why the North Face always showed up, and I just wanted to make my own clothing company called the South Ass, and somebody already did it. So um, that was my idea for a million fucking dollars, and I blew it. Didn't get there. But you know, that's that's the that's the world we live in, and it's it's all about cancel cultures, transgenders. The race cards, government corruption, and some people get put in jail for minuscule stuff. Other ones commit major crimes, but because they're the left side of the aisle, they skate. The right side of the aisle, you go to jail. Except for Teflon Don. He'll, but you know, it's funny too. But DeSantis, they're arraigning, they're trying to arraign, indict Trump and arraign Trump and all this stuff as DeSantis announces his presidential run. So that might have been some weird timing there. And I know I got off on a tangent about the DeSantis thing, and and I really don't want to think that either one of them are contriving to make sure the Democrats win by going splitting the vote and stuff. But it just seems like why wouldn't we take... We're going to have to take the highest one, and hopefully that 
DeSantis and Trump together would be the ultimate probably deal because DeSantis is a Trump talking type of type of person without the without the quite the ego about it. He's an asshole just like Trump, but he's not quite the asshole level that Trump is because he doesn't have the Trump money and the businesses and all. But he also doesn't have the Trump money and business know-how. And so those two together could work out pretty well, but there'd be a fight to see who would be the head guy. I say DeSantis runs for president and Trump becomes a, a major like Speaker of the House or something. I don't know. Whatever. I'll get off that again. I, it's just a weird... Weird time right now because it's Trump and DeSantis. I, I didn't really want to see them against each other. But we'll see how it plays out. You know, I've been called a Trumper. I've been said I was in, in a cult because I voted for 45 and I wish to vote for 47. But um, I'm not the only one because now there's other countries, like leaders of other countries, like in Hungary. He told Trump, we need you to come back. You know, our world, our country was better when you, and Hungary's not a rich country. So, that just show other countries, I don't think any other country has ever said we like piss pants, except for the Ukraine. Now, the Ukraine loves piss pants. And anybody else that gets money from us probably loves him, but Afghanistan loves him. Oh, yeah, I guess I got Afghanistan love him billions of dollars worth of free shit he left over there. And now he's given billions of dollars, 46.6 to be exact, to Ukraine. I think the next highest one is England, and they've given them a paltry $5 billion. So I have a what-if scenario for you. Just blind eye, I mean, there was an article about this, but... I'm not going to say it's true or false because I don't know for sure, but we're going to do a what if this is true segment. I got to get drinked up for this one. What if Russia had been asking the UN for an investigation into the U.S. biological network in the Ukraine since the war started? 16 months ago. So what if Russia's been asking the UN to do that? Hey, you got to get in and investigate this. We're telling you. So as far to go as if Russia would say, we we would even stop the war. We would cease fire. If the U.S. is investigated and the territory that we had that we want, have lost, we want back. Would this make a legitimate answer for you to the question of why Piss Pants keeps throwing our money into the Ukraine? Because right now, Piss Pants cannot allow the Ukraine to surrender. They're not going to win. Put it that way. People keep saying, oh, they're winning. Send them more money. They are not winning. (laughs) Get out your mind with that shit. The Ukraine is not and will not win this war with Russia. So all we're doing is throwing money away like for, for bad. For, we're just throwing good money away for, for bad shit. That's all we're doing. So we can't allow, 
he can't allow piss pants and his administration and a bunch of other people on them. They can't allow the Ukraine to surrender because they know the, the closet doors will be opened up. And here's the one that I kind of threw in myself a little bit. It was in this article, but I threw it in myself too. And it opens the, the skeletons, you know, that are in the closet that fall out. What if the skeleton is COVID? And the COVID hoax that was pinned on China was a hoax pinned on China the whole time. Not saying that China didn't have a big, uh, what do you call it, disease spreading over there. They had COVID over there. But what if it didn't come from China? What if, if it was just tried to pin it on China to go back, you know, have them be the bad guy? Just have them look bad in front of the world, in front of, you know, everybody. It's the China virus. It's Corona, you know, the Wuhan. And I'm not saying that it's not. I'm, this, is, this is kind of a what-if moment, right? But if they're pinning it on China, so, and let's say this pinning was the design of Obama, Clinton, Soros, Bill Gates even, and Piss Pants himself. Because, you know, what better way to, to make sure that Donald Trump doesn't get the reelected than to cause a catastrophe that Bill Gates and his team had already done a roundtable on, and they know what kind of chaos it would cause, what kind of chaos it would bring. And knowing the demeanor of Donald Trump, that he's going to blow this shit off, say it's, not, it's nothing. It's going to be gone by Easter. Just like he said. And that might have cost that cost them a lot of uh people's trust. I mean, when he said it was gonna be gone in in April by Easter, everybody relaxed. And I know he had two reasons to do that. Number one, he'd get people to relax. And number two, he probably really thought it was being overblown. And guess what? In the end it really was. I mean, you could say, oh, my, 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 my friend's got long COVID. Yeah, it sucks. There's a few casualties of war in anything you do. Collateral damage. But a 1% death rate, and we shut the country down for three fucking years. Did irreparable damage to our economy, to people's psyche, including my own. And long COVID, how do we know that's not just an effect of a could have been a, uh, if you took the vaccine, it could be a side effect of the vaccine. If you didn't, it could be the worst case scenario that you have it instead of dying. I think I'd rather have long COVID than to have been one of the 1%. Not making slighter light of it, I'm just saying. But I'm getting on with my what if here. So basically, our tax money being used to not protect democracy in the Ukraine. But it's being used to protect the deep state, the actors in the deep state, from discovering all the crimes against humanity. 
just like some assholes like me and Fred X have been saying, and I'm sure our Kansas will agree. You know, my diehard listeners will agree to some extent that the COVID hoax has a lot more to do with things than, than the left will ever admit, that anybody wants to admit. I don't even want to admit this shit, that it was this big of a plan just to get the orange man bad out and to get the economy into what I believe now could be the Cloward Piven strategy from last episode. But I definitely think the deep state is gaining from this. There's no way we're throwing that kind of money, like I said, $41 billion more than the next NATO country for a non-NATO nation to fight a war that they will not and cannot win. We're throwing F-16s over there for them. They're still not going to win. Even if the United States themselves joined with Germany and England and, say, France or whatever, a couple other countries, and said, we're going to do World War III, we're going at Russia, guess what? We're probably not going to win that either. But it'll never get that far as long as Piss Pants keeps paying the penance, he keeps paying that penance to the sweat pant wearing motherfucking leader of the free world anymore, the Ukraine Zelensky. What if? What if indeed? I was right again, you know, because this is all stuff that I'd said for years. You've, if you've ever been listening to me, you know this is what I've been fucking saying. That this money is not being used to protect democracy in either way. It's to hide the fucking lefties from getting their ass exposed. From Hunter and piss pants to get death sentences. Along with the Obamas. Barry and Mike, Bill and Killary, Bill Gates, who is a demented motherfucker, man. He, 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 why he's in this whole scheme, he's just too much time on his hands, evil in the fucking core. I don't know. He needs to go back to this playing computers. And, you know, if that doesn't work, if the giving all our money away, that doesn't work, we'll just uh, starve people out to death. How's that? We'll starve. You know, if, if the old clowny piven strategy doesn't work for corrupting the welfare system, which, you know, we're almost at the debt ceiling. Of course, the left wants to raise the debt ceiling a bunch, and the Republicans say, yeah, we'll raise the debt ceiling if we get some help for our homeless vets, some help for, you know, whatever else they're asking for. I know home, I heard homeless vets and probably, and there might be some bullshit in there that Republicans want. I don't know. But why, why would we need to keep raising this debt ceiling when we're giving all our money to another fucking country? That's money we could have had 
you know, Piss Pants is now saying that Social Security people might not get their checks because of the debt ceiling. Well, how about, you know, you tell Zelensky you need to borrow some of that money back, like $22 billion of it. That'd probably serve some checks for Social Security, wouldn't it? A little bit. Would it help? Would it help, Piss Pants? Because that would be a perfect scenario. Why, you know, why give the Ukraine? We support. But anyway, I got cut off there. I don't, I digress. Uh, somebody called and came through my uh, app here. Fucked it all up. So I'm, I almost lost the whole thing, which uh, wouldn't be a tragedy, right? I mean, if I lost the whole podcast. Would have pissed me off, though. It would have pissed me off. So, anyway, we're going to go on. Uh, since I was talking about, I think, uh, money here at home from Zelensky and Piss Pants and all them. But the starving out thing I was talking about, you know, not, I didn't know this. This is a lot. 1,900 food processing plants have been destroyed in the past year. That's a fucking shit ton. So it's food for Americans, made by Americans. The two large, largest egg producing plants in the country. And then I hear this morning about a, a another one that caught on fire somewhere. I, I didn't even hear. I just heard a, another egg producing plant. I'm like, good God. What are eggs? $10 a fucking dozen now? They're going to be 20 People and it's no wonder people are getting chickens that aren't farmers and having them and live with them. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, because eggs ain't cheap. If you really like eggs, fuck, it's gonna be like uh, gold. They're gonna be worth gold and silver pretty soon. It's unbelievable. All these food processing plants. It's like you get three hundred dollars worth of groceries anymore. It's like two or three bags. That used to be, you know, a couple of years ago. Now, I'm not talking about back when I was a kid. I'm saying a couple of years ago, that was enough for a week or two for a family. Now that's 300 bucks, a couple bags, last year's three or four days. You go out to eat what used to be a $20, $25, 30 meal, 60, 70 bucks, easy. And you're usually having to wait a longer time to get it because nobody wants to work anymore, especially for 12, 13 bucks an hour, a restaurant, whatever. So there's places that aren't even open on Mondays and Tuesdays anymore because they have nobody to work there. It's a scary situation with food. And I don't see it getting much better. I mean, it just seems like it's going to get worse before it gets better. Luckily, I'm a large man, and I can go a while without food. Plus, my palate is very, uh, how you call it, in particular. So I can eat spam spam and tuna about every day of the rest of my life and be okay with it. I mean, sure, I'd like some diversity, but I could do it. If it was just to stay alive, sure. I mean, uh, but other how long is it going to be before my spam goes away or potted meat or Vienna sausage, anything, any of these things that I can eat 
are going to have to go away. And I always thought the doomsday preppers might be a little crazy. I'm kind of not thinking they are right now. And just for the food part. I mean, it was toilet paper and COVID. Now it could be food in the next one, which if you believe the hype and you see the stuff coming and, you know, I said it was going to come from Brazil. This one says South America, which, eh, okay. Called Sears. They've already got fake videos made for it from this Bill Gates tabletop, which we all know happened, but supposedly this one's not going to happen until 2025. So we'll see. But it's some respiratory problem affecting children. Some fat bastard said that was going to be it. And now it's coming out that because, you know, that was the tabletops, why I said that. And now they got fake. Uh, emergency commercials for it, or, or like emergency broadcast for it. This severe something respiratory system syndrome or some shit. I don't know. But it's going to come from Brazil. I guarantee it. Well, unless Brazil falls into favor by then, maybe Brazil will be over the whole Lula-Bolsonaro thing. You never know. We'll see. We'll see where it comes from. Whoever... Whoever we're mad at right then or not cooperating with will probably get the brunt of it, kind of like the Wuhan coronavirus uh, deal. I could be wrong. I could be right. You know, it's just how it is. Oh, the white supremacist. You see this prick, this white supremacist racist bastard that ran a U-Haul into the White House barricades. How dare he? White supremacist bastard, you Trumper, you you Trump loving son of a bitch. I bet Keith Olbermann was already saying all that before they seen it was a Middle Eastern man. He was a Middle Eastern descent. I don't think he's a white supremacist, and I doubt if he's a Trumper. I doubt if he's a conservative. I doubt if he cares about politics. He probably did it for some money. That's false flag. It kind of fell flat. So that false flag didn't work. I'm sure there's more to come. I'm sure there's more to come. Uh, I talked about Richard Barnett a little bit. I didn't name him earlier, but he was the man who propped his feet up on Pelosi's fucking crypt keeper desk on the big January 6th worst day in American history. He got four and a half years in prison. Then the other guy that got the time off. Or uh, the time off. The Proud Boys guy who got the probation. Did 18 months probation for not even being there. You know, just being who you are. You, know, you get 18 months probation. But you got guys like Officer Mike Bird walking the streets. And my buddy and everybody's buddy, Alec fucking Baldwin, still walking the streets after just shooting unarmed people. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Again, the hypocrisy of the left <sighs> drives me crazy. Uh, BLM, my, my, my favorite group, well, maybe my second favorite. I love Antifa a lot. Antifa, however you pronounce your fucking name. So BLM, the magical people that run the BLM, they're so kind-hearted. They're in the inner cities. You know, they're working with 
the poor kids in the ghettos and they're calling, you know, giving out scholarships and, and then supplying medical supplies. Oh, they don't, they don't do any of that. Oh. It's kind of disappointing there, BLM. What the fuck? Yeah, you did it. burn, loot, murder. Okay. I got the name wrong. I thought it was something else. But they're headed right for, ins- what do you call this, insolvency. I don't even know what that means. I'm sure it's something about dissolving the whole movement or some kind of bankruptcy for uh, groups like that. I, I don't know. But I know they're $8.5 million in the red. Hmm. Wouldn't have to nothing to do with that co-founder buying a house for $6 million in Laurel Canyon, would it? Paying baby daddy, uh, you know, six figures to be her special services girl or whatever it was. Her, her big brother to be security for six-figure income, too. That wouldn't have nothing to do with why you're in the red, would it? I mean, it sure, surely wouldn't be in the red because you're doing the aforementioned stuff I said, like actually doing good for the black communities. No, I can't be it, and it's not it. You pissed away all your money because you like it took all these donations and shit and did nothing with it because you can. Because you can and you did. You got played in broad fucking daylight again. Y'all got played that support this shit. So it's been, you know what, three years now since we've had, three years almost to the day, I think. I think it was, wasn't it May 25th? I'm thinking something around there. Well, Fentanyl Floyd decided to, ah, mama, help me, mama. I got to lay on, lay on the ground and have some asshole lay on the back of his fucking neck on his back, whatever. But, uh, you know, he could have just stayed in the car, but. He disrupted an entire nation for for nothing, for being a career criminal, died of a fentanyl overdose, you know, piece of shit, and they enshrined him as a martyr with gold coffins and funerals when people weren't allowed to have funerals and murals and statues and all this horse shit. For a career criminal piece of shit fentanyl addict who probably shoved all that shit in his mouth when he saw the cops. Derek Chauvin's going to spend a lot of time in prison because he laid on the man. I'd have left his fucking ass in the car. If he would have died in the car, guess what? Nobody would have got charged with nothing. Because you set him in the car like policemen often do. But no, you had to bring it out and show the world by laying on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. I'm starting to think Derek Chauvin might have been on on that. You know, that's a stretch too, but I think he might be living somewhere high in, high off the hog because I'd say if he went to a legit prison for what he did to Georgie Fentanyl Floyd, I thought he would have been unalive by now. I really do. I think he would have been unalive by now. So he's fallen into that Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, all that staged, all the world's a stage, by the way. We know that. All the world is a stage. Everything we do, it's it's like a fucking movie. But, you know, us little people, we're just the extras. We don't get to make 
any of the big moves. It's the directors and the producers of the deep state and of the fucking right wing conservatives in Holly and not in, in Washington D.C. and in Hollywood. They make this fucking shit. They make the shit move. We're just extras, pieces of shit. You know, they make the millions of dollars and we make the the 20 bucks an hour and think we're we're movie stars. Kind of shit. But all the world's the stage. Unfortunately. Uh, it's took me a long time to figure that out, that it really is predetermined fates for most of them. And a lot of these people I felt bad for or felt great about, they're, they're, they're pawns. They're playing games with us. All the celebrities that I thought were funny and good people are pedophilias. You know, they're all they're fucking pedophiles out the ass. Everybody's talking about it. Ricky Schroeder with, with another cryptic fucking video the other day talks about the uh, satanic event he went to in Hollyweird. So the satanic pedophilia craziness that us conspiracy theorists talked about isn't looking so crazy. And that's even crazier itself. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. I don't like Fridays. I don't like these Friday afternoons. I'm at the day off and I still don't like it. Just not feeling myself today. So what I'm going to do is try to somewhat suffice this episode because I feel like it's been a really strange episode. I don't know. It's this, I, I just can't find the, the range today. But that's fine. I mean, at least I got some news out there for people that might not know or my opinions on shit. We've got a celebrity news. Though. I haven't done a celebrity f- news for a while. Uh, Tina Turner, as I was talking about Ricky Schroeder, that's why I, th- I think I thought of it. But Tina Turner passed away. Uh, yesterday or the day before, I can't, uh, but she was 83, lived a good life, considering how the shit she went through as a young person, and got past it all, and became a mega star again, and, you know, she always had them nice legs, I give it to Tina Turner, man, <laughs> she, she had some super nice legs, thick, just the way I like, I'm sorry, I'm off on a tangent, but she could sing too, <laughs> she could sing, Oh, a girl or guy, whatever you want to call it, BG, Brittany Griner. Finally, you know, and I got a little bit more respect for BG. Uh, the national anthem, hand on the heart, didn't squawk at all, didn't fucking bend down on the knees, nothing. She, she showed a little respect uh, for the country she lives in. Okay, I got to give her a little ups for that. You learn a lesson, you learn it the hard way, but you didn't really learn it the hard way because, you know, you didn't serve anywhere near the sentence you could have. And there's a lot of uh, people that aren't celebrity basketball players over there for bullshit crimes that still can't get out. And you were there for a legit crime and got out because you play basketball. So the, the respect thing's half and half. But I did... Give her a little props, at least, for respecting the anthem. I got to say that. But she played the first WNBA game since she'd been out. Now, the, the coach of the Phoenix Mercury was just shocked and awed and kind of upset that that game was not a sellout. When Brittany came back, why is this not a sellout? 
and I could probably answer that for the coach of the Phoenix Mercury and uh, because nobody gives a flying fuck about women's professional base or basketball except the women's professional basketball players and their families. Nobody gives a fuck. It's like watching a very, very minor league, like fourth-tier league of a bad men's league. I'm sorry, it is. They could all beat me in a game. I, I give you that. I'm not a basketball player. But I'm not going to pay. I don't even really like watching LaBum and them fuckers play. Oh, and LaBum, by the way. Swept out of the playoffs with the all-star Laker team he had. <laughs> You're the GOAT, really? Fuck you, LaBomb. Get the fuck out of here. Till you got a handful of rings like MJ, you ain't worth a fuck. They said, well, you know, MJ had Scottie Pippen. I know I'm going off him. But he had Scottie Pippen. Well, you had Anthony Davis, and you couldn't fucking win with Anthony fucking Davis? Fuck you, LaBomb, your salty-ass tears. But I digress, and we move on to back to BG. It's like nobody cares about women's basketball. I'm sorry. They just don't. And BG being back is, at this point, not enough to save. If that's what you were hoping, that her return was going to save that pathetic league and, and make it a brand new thing because you know, BG's that popular, <laughs> wrong answer. Just not. Just not going to happen. Oh, and uh, E.M. Tongi won American Idol. This celebrity news. I've, I I do like his cover of Monsters by James Blunt. I liked his Sound of Silence. Um, a lot of the people were crying foul that it's rigged because of his emotional things and Said the country kid singer, that country guy, was a lot better. Uh, this girl was second place. She was okay. i seen one song of hers. But they say this country kid, I don't know his name. I didn't watch American Idol. i just seen the TikToks and stuff of uh, this E.M. Tongi. You got you to root for the obese, though, man. Peace for the obese. E.M. Tongi. Oh, yeah. PFTO, my friend. PFTO, and, you know, put him up there with Ruben. Well, Ruben's not so big anymore. He's not so obese, but when Ruben won the American Idol, that was awesome too. So E.M. Tongi, man, congrats to you. And fuck the haters to say it was bullshit. So, you know, go on. Oh, and the last celebrity news is is – what you probably know is coming. My boy, my fucking favorite guy in the world, Alec. Fuck, I'm a dickhead Baldwin. He got to finish shooting the epic Future Academy Award winning movie, Rust, on the same set that he shot and killed child trafficking advocate cinematographer Helena Hutchins. Yeah, I said murdered. Atta boy, Alec. You are a piece of shit, Alec Baldwin. 
I still, I still can't believe you walked the fucking street. But sadly, very sadly, indeed you do. So, I think that is all the major stuff that I have today. Uh, All the world's a stage. Don't forget that. We're just players in the game, man. I got to learn not to get so upset about it. And I really do. Oh, speaking of that, one last note. Uh, A lot of people know, this is a personal note, so if you want to cut out now, you can. I appreciate you listening, but slight five-minute personal note here, all personal. I had plans to retire this year. I was close at, you know, I was going to retire at 55 and be done and go do some part-time bullshit job and just have something to do and wouldn't have to worry about it and, you know. We bought this uh, compound here. It, it took a, It was going to take, okay, uh, I got to admit, I knew it was going to hit a little bit. But piss pants didn't help me. You know, <laughs> Since he's went into office, we've lost, I've lost 123000 on my pension and haven't gained a goddamn dime on my 401k because it goes down, it goes back up, it goes down, it goes back up. So, with that being said, he made it extra difficult. It wasn't my employer. It was the interest rates of the government, and they fucked me on this one. They fucked a lot of people my age who lost a lot of money in the, because their pensions were based on interest rates for a lump sum. Now, I mean, I could leave and take the payments, but then I couldn't fucking exist. I'd have to get another job the same Pay is this one. So I digressed into a deep, dark depression about that and went off a little bit. Decided to quit taking my anxiety medication at the same fucking time. So, yeah, I became quite the uh, problem. And in my struggles every day, I might have offended some people. So if I did offend you, if you listen to this, if I offended you in any way, I do apologize. Um, some people, it was just lack of, uh, I didn't get a hold of you. I didn't talk to you. I didn't, I didn't get a hold of anybody. I was inclusive as inclusive can be. I'm in- introverted anyway, but I'm even worse. Uh, but I just figured it out. I'm going to... Uh, dreadfully, I am going to work another five years at the uh, location I am now. So, and I get to celebrate, though, I figured it out to the day, May the 1st of 2028. So, my official holiday, self-proclaimed holiday of May Day will be it. Five short years. I'm sure it'll fly by. I'm sure it'll fly by. I doubt it. (laughs) But you got to do what you got to do. You know, got to keep the compound up. And what else would I do, right? I go into a place I just love and adore every day. Uh, It's all right. I I have to learn. You don't, in the mortal words of Mick Jagger and Rolling Stones, you can't always get what you want. You could try sometimes, you just might find 
just might find you get what you need. What I need is money. So it will work itself out. The Zero Hour 2021 at gmail.com. The Zero Hours vlogs, blogs, and podcasts on Facebook, Meta, whatever you want to call it. At the Zero Hours 23 on Twitter. I'd like again thank my inf- information gathering maniac, Fred Excelsior, R. Kansas, my dedicated listener, Patty B and Triple F, my lovely family from Florida, Quentin the Q Man from Seaville, my buddy Skeeter, anybody else who listens. God bless you. Always trust and believe in your own conviction. And please, please, for the love of God, stay safe out there. We'll see you next time on another episode of the Zero Hours. Rest in peace, Chuckles. Peace out.